0: No House Advantage is taking a different spin on daily fantasy sports by offering player prop contests across the NBA, MLB, NFL, and PGA for cash prizes. This is an awesome new fantasy sports platform that's leveling the playing field and making it easier to win than on the traditional fantasy sports apps. Download the No House Advantage app and check out our daily player prop contests without having to make a deposit. Play in public-guaranteed cash prize pool contests or create your own private contest with friends. Use promo code EDGE when signing up, and they'll match your first deposit with a $20 in free play. If your first-time deposit is at least $10, we'll set you up with a free PFF EDGE annual subscription. No House Advantage offers daily player prop contests that include all types of player statistics. Featured player prop contests combine players of different positions across several statistical categories. Compete against other users and track in real time as you climb the leaderboard. Download the No House Advantage app now using promo code EDGE, and they'll match your first deposit with up to $20 in free play. If your first-time deposit is at least $10, we'll set you up with a free PFF EDGE annual subscription. Welcome to the Thursday edition of the PFF Daily Betting Podcast. I am Kevin Cole. I am joined as always on Thursdays by Lee Sharp. We have a game tonight. It is a game. Um, not the greatest game, but it's Tom Brady. It's primetime. It's the shell of Rob Gronkowski. Out there, uh, Mike Evans potentially injured. Uh, at least we had some injury clarity for this game because I think that was one of the bigger concerns. We know Chris Godwin's out. Uh, we know we don't know if Leonard Fournette is out. Uh, like I said, Mike Williams. Is, I mean Mike Williams. Mike, Mike Evans. Mike Williams is also injured all the time, but Mike Evans is 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 potentially out. Um, leshawn mccoy's out so there's all kinds of things going on here some of the other secondary receivers uh justin watson i believe is out scotty miller may be out so there's a lot of names here uh some of them relevant some of it not but i, I think as far as that the outlook for the game is still looking like a pretty strong favorite for the buccaneers despite the fact that they're on the road here well what were your first thoughts when you started looking at this lee
1: yeah uh, this is actually a game that i had bet prior to week four uh on the, uh, taking the bucks minus three. And, uh, obviously that was before the injury information came in and it moved to minus five and a half or so. And then all of a sudden it was like, who is Tom Brady going to throw the ball to? Just everybody, injury after injury in the, in the receivers and, uh, uh, I, you know, so um it's now moved back down to minus three and a half. Obviously, it sucks to be in the wrong side of the three, but I still think the Tampa Bay side is the right side to be in this game. There's a, uh, you know, both both defenses are strong. And, uh, you know, if it's Tom Brady and Nick Foles, that old, uh, you know, Patriots Eagles Super Bowl notwithstanding, I'll, I'll take Tom Brady every time.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think I'll agree with you there. And if you even though he didn't have uh, Brady did not have. Godwin for for the last game either. Pretty strong offensive performance. I would say it was the best performance probably of the year. I'm looking at some of the metrics here. They had about an eightieth percentile as far as success rate, almost seventieth percentile in EPA per play, and the dropback success was even was even better. So this was a really strong Brady game. You did see the one pick six, so obviously that is hugely, hugely, hugely negative. Um, so if you take that out of the equation, those numbers would, would look even better than they are. So I think people are buying into Brady being back. So even though we had the injuries this week, I think that's why you could see some some movement towards Tampa Bay.
1: Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense to me, and I, I think it'll be a, a really interesting to see uh, how well that plays out. And clearly, you know, the, the with the Tampa Bay-style offense, the same thing that, uh, you know, Ah, uh, Jameis Winston was in last year under the same coaching staff. That uh, you can still succeed there while throwing an interception or two, and uh, or or more, and uh, you know still having a lot of success in the passing game.
0: Yeah, and of course the Tampa Bay defense, which has been the underplayed story. I remember for the the first matchup of the season when we uh, the, when it was Saints Bucks, the thought was. This is in the Dome, this may be a shootout, but the sneaky thing was that both defenses are pretty good. Now, the New Orleans defense, the Saints defense has struggled a bit. Uh, One of the big reasons because they have a ton, ton of penalties and pass interference that they've given up. But the Saints defense has been really strong. Um, Depending upon which metric you look at, it looks like the second-best defense in the league next to the Colts. So I think that's another factor going into this. Uh, Nick Foles looking more Folesian last week than he did on the comeback against the Falcons is is, is going into it. So all these things are are coming together. But like we said earlier, despite what could be some recency bias there, uh, Tampa Bay still looks like... Uh, the potentially the stronger play so let's let's take a look into um, a couple of plays over at prize picks this is something we do we like to go on there uh, we have a, promo code if you want to use prizepicks.com with us, promo code PFF, and you get 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. This allows you to choose the over or under on players by fantasy points. You can choose combinations of two, three, four players. You can say two out of three players you get correct. And depending upon which permutation of that that you're choosing, uh, there are different payout structures on here. So, I'm going to go to you first, Lee. You've looked over what they have here. Uh, they have some defensive options also on here, which I'm probably a little bit less familiar with. But it looks like we have 8, 9, 10, 11, we, including kickers, we have, we have 12 different options on offense here. Any numbers stick out to you for these players?
1: yeah there was a, a couple that jumped out to me uh one is obviously um rob gronkowski as given all of the injuries uh you know i think that his target share is probably going to be higher than uh, people might ordinarily expect and uh you know his line is only seven while pff's uh, sort of fantasy projection line for him uh based on the same uh you know fantasy point algorithm that uh the site uses is the site had it at like nine point six five by PFF projection. while it's only seven for uh, Rob, um, and uh, the other one that jumped out to me potentially on the other side for the Bears was Anthony Miller uh, under uh, the reason uh, uh, that that one kind of stood out to me. One is the the projections obviously PFF only has him at seven and a half or so. Well, uh, this the line for him here on the site was ten and a half, but uh, the Foles, uh, last week, you never know how the target share is going to go game to game, but sometimes when you have a quarterback change, you know, uh, quarterbacks maybe have a different chemistry with different receivers and they're going to mix up the target share. And, uh, well, Ant- uh, Alan Robinson was certainly the number one for both. Um, uh, uh, last week, Darnell Mooney was actually the number two target share for uh, Foles, uh, b- uh behind Anthony, and then Anthony Miller was third. And, uh, well, it looked like Darnell. Mooney might be injured for this game at first, and now looks like he's playing. So, um, you know that 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 means me like a little bit leaning toward the uh, under on the Anthony Miller number.
0: Yeah, I like the I like the over for Gronk. I mean, I, I the problem is he's looked bad in really three out of four games. He did have one um, not last week. I mean, he's still running routes. I mean, he's out there and he's running routes. He was running routes on seventy percent of pass play, So he wasn't just a blocking. Tight end last week, but he only had a seven percent target share. Now, the previous week, uh, not only was he running routes a little bit less, sixty-four percent, but he had a twenty percent target share. So, there, they, like you said, there's there's potential there. I like that. As far as Miller is concerned, I don't know. It's it's difficult to tell what's going to happen week to week there because again, you know, Miller was he still had he still was running. Routes on seventy-five percent of pass plays. Now his target share was down, and like you mentioned, Darnell Mooney, his target share was higher, a slightly higher routes run. So yeah, he could be, um, you know, he could be in line for some more work. And of course, he is not one of the the featured players here. But I would think just because of the spread between those th- between those three guys, I know everyone is going to be fairly high on on Allen Robinson in this game. He had twenty-five percent. Uh, target share last week he had about a 30% target share the week before so he's you know he's really I feel like an interesting selection here because at 15 and a half fantasy points. so I mean I might think to fade him just in case but again you could be playing with fire there because I think he's gonna be a very popular option
1: yeah that's a big number though you're not wrong
0: yeah yeah I mean he's gonna need a touchdown probably to hit that number the other interesting name here is Ronald Jones um because if Fournette's not playing, uh, LaShawn McCoy's out. So it's kind of just all Ronald Jones there. I mean, the rookie, Keyshawn Vaughn, is stepping in. So it seems like a pick on, on Jones, who, again, has a pretty high number here at 15. You're really trying to decide whether or not you think Keyshawn Vaughn is going to be involved. I guess I'd be much more likely to say I want to go and over on someone like David Montgomery at 12 rather than Ronald Jones at 15, just because I think there's some concern about the fact that Keyshawn Vaughn could be more involved in that passing game.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, and obviously, with the you know with the split and the injuries, he could he could see more play if they decide that he's the right person to fill in the the share that some of the injured guys are getting. Yeah, now let's let's pivot over to
0: the showdown contest. This is the big one. Thursday nights, I think it's 1.6 million. Um, I'd have to look it up, but I think it's something like half a million to first place. So this is very top heavy types of tournaments, and the biggest one that they have over at DraftKings. Uh, Going through the methodology here, the closest matchup uh, that I found, the first of the 100 matchups that go into the modeling process here, was an Eagles Bears matchup surprisingly, except for with Mitchell Trubisky rather than Nick Foles. But then, there, but some of the other players match up because it is from last year, where you have David Montgomery was the starting running back, Allen Robinson was the number one receiver there, and then Trey Burton, not Jimmy Graham, at, at tight end. But the, the, so they ended up matching up there. And then it's interesting that you have Gronk played up against someone like Zach Ertz. Zach Gertz is obviously a much much more productive uh, player last year than than Gronk is this year, but it has some. Some some appetite there for how things may go. Uh, that game was was a five Eagles were a five point favorite, a forty one over under. This is three and a half to the Bucks and forty four and a half. Uh, sorting through the players here, I guess the the play is we what's going to happen with these injuries and that's what we really don't know. So a couple of different things that are standing out to me. One, the Bucks defense looks pretty strong. I know I know I think people are starting to recognize how strong this Bucks defense is, but I think there's also a potential that it might be underowned and with Nick Foles there, there could be some touchdown scoring potential for the defense. So that's the first thing that that jumped out at me. And the other one is actually playing Nick Foles assuming Low ownership. Uh, I don't know how you feel about Foles. Like I said, he kind of he looked good one week, not so great the other. You're you're kind of like a Bears expert. What do you think about how Foles has looked?
1: You know, I mean, obviously, he didn't win the job, which speaks volumes. Uh, I, I, I just I don't I don't I don't think he's he looked good in that for, you know, in the in the in the second half of the week three game against the Falcons when they brought him in and he led the comeback. But, you know, he didn't look very good, I don't think, against the Colts. Granted, Colts have a much stronger defense, but I, I was still just I'm not really impressed. Uh, I'm not I'm not optimistic about Uh, But, you know, like you said, I think there is a good chance that he's underrated. So that could be a play in terms of, uh, you know, especially relative to the other options that you might see in this game. Like he's certainly I assume way more people would take Brady than him. Right. Like,
0: yeah, yeah, I would definitely, definitely say so. And um, I mean, I also say when it comes to Foles, there is talk out there, whether it's true or not, that Ryan Pace may have been pushing Mitchell Trubisky continuing to start giving him one last chance before because the, the hook was fairly quick for Trubisky when you when you factor in that they were undefeated and that while they were trailing it what it wasn't it wasn't by you know three four scores or something like that when they did give the hook and that maybe Matt Nagy has been on the on the false train the entire time could you see any truth to that?
1: I think that's reasonable. I mean, you know, like you said, they were undefeated and, and Trubisky threw one, uh, you know, well, it was a pretty bad pick. But, you know, if you've been watching Ms. Mitchell Trubisky for the past several years, it's not like the most unlikely scenario. So, you know, it was pretty I don't know what Nagy could have learned in that three and a half game or two and a half games or whatever, right, that said, oh, never mind, Foles is the guy. So, there, there's probably some degree of, of politicking behind the scenes. And, you know, maybe it was a thing where Nagy had agreed, saying, if it's not obvious that Foles has won the job, I'll give it to Trubisky. And, you know, maybe it was close, and even though he really wanted Foles, he's like, okay, I'll give it to Trubisky. And, you know, it's hard to tell without being on the inside, though. Yeah. yeah.
0: And we've talked a lot about Gronk, but I think another Interesting option potentially under the radar is Cameron Brait. And now that with OJ Howard out, he's going to slide into that role again. Receivers, uh, Godwin's not going to be there. There's going to be plenty of target share around. And if Gronk is really dust, if he's just at the end of his career, we saw a little bit of a revitalization, a not breakout, but uh, a step up in play from OJ Howard before his Achilles tear. So Cameron Brait, that's another option who I think should be under owned in, in in these contests.
1: Yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense to me given you know obviously Howard's out and uh, the attention is going to go to Gronk, but you know in terms of fan attention, but you know maybe the, maybe the Bucks coaching will see it differently. Yep,
0: yeah, no 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 doubt about that. All right, Lee. Well, we discussed. Uh, you know the, the the betting side some of the price pick stuff and the showdown contest this has been the thursday edition of the pff daily betting contest coming to you every single day enjoy the game tomorrow guys and we'll be talking at you next week thanks